Did you miss me? Because I missed all of you. I missed you too, Chris. Hey, everybody. Hey, how you doing, man? Good to see you all. Checking in from Mobile, Alabama, and the Senior Bowl. Big week coming up for scouting and for looking at the next prospective Steelers. And this is the Southside Beat, as we are every Monday through Friday, 3 until 3.30 Eastern on DK Pittsburgh Sports. My name is Corey Chris, and of course, Chris Halleck with me on Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. I'm in Mobile for the Senior Bowl. I am currently at the Mobile Convention Center, really nice building here, um, getting ready for Media Day, which starts in approximately 90 minutes here, uh, where American team and national team members, all of them, are expected to be made available. So really cool chance here. Got off the practice field earlier and was at practice all day yesterday, so Good couple of days here in Mobile, Chris. Yeah, man. Uh, Senior Bowl is all, always fun. Um, you know, I, I think I enjoy the combine a little bit more just because I like Indy so much. Uh, but Mobile is a fun town, um, and uh, they do a pretty good job there. Um, you know, unfortunately, like the media day that you're talking about is the best time to talk to players because the time that you get after practice is so. I mean, you get ten minutes to run around on the field and grab as much as you possibly can. It's not much, so. Um, but it's still a fun time. It's good to see some of these players up, up and close, um, how they do with their reps is the first time you're really getting to see, you know, unless you covered them somehow, you know, obviously like, you know, for you, if you see any pit players there, obviously you'll, you know, obviously be familiar and, and I've already covered those guys, but when we're talking about bringing guys from all over the country, you know, you know, yeah. So it's just, it's, it's a fun time and it's a good way to, to kick off, you know, getting ready for the draft for sure. Yep. All right. And then comes in with a question right away. Like, hey, if you guys got questions about prospects, about anybody that's here at the Senior Bowl, now's the time to do it because I don't know if I'm going to have time to do this tomorrow. Friday, I definitely will. But I don't know if I'm going to have time to do the show tomorrow just because the way the schedules line up, like one of the practices ends right at 3 o'clock. So yeah, 3 o'clock Eastern at least, 2 o'clock Central. So I won't be able to do tomorrow's show. So now's the time to ask questions about the Senior Bowl. And Ben comes in right here. Did you get a chance to see anything from Trevor Wallace from Kentucky? Interesting late-round linebacker prospects. I have. And I think the linebacker that's really stood out to me, not to divert or shed your question at all, the linebacker that stood out to me is Peyton Wilson out of NC State. Dude is freakishly athletic. He's tall. He's, he's thin in a good way, really muscular. He runs quick. He's good in, in, in man coverage. Um, I haven't watched too, too much of the linebackers in depth. A lot of what I've done, to be honest with you, is track Mike Tomlin and see who Mike Tomlin is going up to and who Mike Tomlin is speaking to. And Chris laughs because it's a hard thing to do in a way because Mike Tomlin, for, for my money, he might as well be on the staff of the senior bowl. He might as well be one of the, he might as well be the head coach of the senior bowl or one of one of the teams. He's in every single play as mm-hmm. close as he could possibly be. Now, there's other members from the Steelers here, and you'll read it. It's on the site right now, dkpittsburghsports.com. Mike Tomlin crafted, and that's the best word I can put to it, crafted the top matchup of today, which was Michigan receiver Roman Wilson against Toledo quarterback Kenyon Mitchell. Mitchell's an All-American wide receiver. Wilson caught 12 touchdowns this year. Mike Tomlin has been pulling both of those guys aside separately and talking to them today he decided enough's enough i need to see them go against each other mike mm-hmm. tomlin made that matchup and told each other go against each other one-on-one and they let him do it 
And, and sure enough, Wilson and, and Mitchell had their one-on-ones. So you'll see that on the site right now. But right now, I think this, the positions that the Steelers have looked at the hardest, and this mainly being Mike Tomlin. Now, Omar Khan, Andy Weidel, Tara Austin are all here as well. Um, there's, there's others, but those four have been on the field at least over these last two days. The positions they've looked at really hard, offensive line, defensive line, receiver, quarterback, and DB. So mm-hmm. that's where the Steelers are at right now, looking at looking at some of these some of these prospects. DeMond asked, who's the best-looking center out there? Yeah, you got a few, a few guys who are asking about center right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Go to my story yesterday. Uh, Jackson Powers Johnson, he's been moving people like it's nothing. He, he's been absolutely awesome in this senior bowl, the Oregon center. Um, yeah, if I, I can. I certainly think, I certainly think he's an option at 20. Yeah, if I can, uh, if I can just interject something there that kind of relates to this this center thing, because center is going to become a position of of talk, not only because of the need there that's already there, but and, and you will get a, a much clearer picture of this if you go on DKPittsburghSports.com and read my chalk talk piece, which is a full deep dive into Arthur Smith's uh, offense. Um, the Steelers will need to upgrade at center. If Arthur Smith is going to bring his, I'm calling it perimeter zone offense. You can call it wide zone. You can call it outside zone. Either way, it is primary. A primary attack point for the running back is off weight is off tackle. Um, that is the primary system that Smith has ran both in Tennessee and with Atlanta. Um, you have to have superb athleticism uh, at the center position if you're going to do that. They don't have that with Mason Cole. Um, you have to be able to do that. Um, and so if, if it's, if it's powers Johnson, then great. Um, you know, that could be an option. I, I don't think you necessarily just hang your hat completely on that because who knows what if he does enough over the remaining days of the senior bowl and the combine and everything else where come draft day, he's not even a viable option at 20 and all of a sudden you're scrambling. So you got to figure out how to address the center position, but Shoot, man, it looks like it looks like a good fit to me right now. But it is January thirty first. We got a long way to go before the draft gets here. Yeah, we haven't seen anything from uh, Cedric Van Pern of Georgia or really much of Zach Frazier uh, from West Virginia. Now, Van Pran was uh, really supposed to be here. He accepted an invite to come here and backed out of it. So, yeah, good comment here from Mark. Uh, they said it on the NFL <laughs> Network. I can confirm this. The unofficial Mayor Mobile. He's everywhere. Yeah. Like he's the guy that is the most engaged with everybody here. Yep. Um, Van Pran, the Georgia center is not here. He was supposed to be accepted in by is not here. Mm-hmm. Zach Frazier confirmed that he broke his fibula on the last play of West Virginia season last year. So he's here. But he hasn't been practicing in pads. He's practiced without pads, very slow work, just individual work. Um, but he's not, it doesn't look like he's going to be participating in this game. So if there's a center you're going to watch in this game on Saturday, and I'll be here for the game, uh, it's going to be Powers Johnson out of Oregon. That's going to be the top one to watch at least coming up this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, no, it's the uh, center is going to be a big, a big position, and obviously Powers Johnson isn't going to be the only option, and that's why I think the Steelers, if they're really looking at it, possibly you have to look at free agency as well. Um, you know, it, it will be you know considering now now that we know who the offensive coordinator is. And there's nothing to suggest right now that Arthur Smith is going to all of a sudden become a very gap, you know, heavy, you know, coordinator and have a gap heavy system. You would assume that it's still going to be predominantly, you know, wide zone 
and you're going to need to upgrade at center for that. We already kind of knew centers were, were, were center was going to be a position of need anyway. Uh, need to upgrade at center. Need to uh, need to upgrade at tackle. Um, but yeah, it it, it it just it amplifies that even more. And so now all eyes are going to go. I feel like you know last year at the Senior Bowl it was all about cornerbacks, and I feel like while cornerback is still a, a position of, of need and will be watched pretty closely. I feel like center is turning into last year's cornerback position. That is, if you're not looking at quarterback, uh, Q U A R T E R back. Um, there's a lot of good ones here <laughs> between Michael Penix, uh, Bo better Nicks, class here as well. Well, Spencer last Rattler, year, it is a, yeah. last, this year's class is pretty good. Yeah. Um, last year's class is pretty good too, though. Uh, Bo Nix, uh, Penix, uh, Spencer Rattler, Pratt from Tulane, who, quite frankly, I like Pratt quite a bit. Um, some good quarterbacks here. Hartman out of Notre Dame, formerly a uh, Wake Forest. So quarterbacks, if you're not looking at quarterbacks, to me, I think the two showstoppers are at in the trenches at offensive line and at cornerback, CB. And for me, the highlight reel of the entire, sh- uh, the entire weekend, the entire show has been Mitchell out of Toledo. Now, am I saying that just because I have no Mitchell from my time cover Toledo football, maybe, but he also has been arguably the best cornerback here. And, you know, he's been drawing matchups. He, he intercepted a ball that was intended for Brennan Rice, AKA Jerry Rice's son that was thrown deep in the end zone. And he tracked it down beautifully and made the play. So like to me, I think this is a really deep senior bowl class. It's deep for offensive line. It's deep for center. Um, it's deep for cornerback. It's deep at defensive line too. So um, really good stuff that the, that the Steelers are getting an opportunity to get in the door early with, and they're being as proactive, if not the most proactive of any team that's here. Um, let's talk Arthur Smith. Uh, obviously, yesterday was the big was the big reveal, was the big break, mm-hmm. was the big. Um, I, I found it funny that you know we were lining up. So this is how my perspective of the <laughs> uh, of the hiring came out. Uh, while it hasn't been officially announced yet. No, think. it hasn't. No. Um, I saw Omar Khan walking out of the stadium on his phone, and I'm like, that's interesting. And this is like right as we were lining up to go down to the field for interviews. Mm-hmm. And I see Khan walking out. I'm like, it's interesting. And then minutes later, we get the buzz that the reports happened that, you know, Arthur Smith is going to be the Steelers offensive coordinator. I'm like, oh, maybe that's who he was on the phone with. Um, but anyway, Arthur Smith. To me, I'm sure you gave your thoughts yesterday, Chris, mm-hmm. um, and, and you certainly wrote a really extensive, really good chalk talk breakdown of him, which which we can discuss. Um, to me, Smith feels like the non-sexy hire that could work. I think this could work. I think this is a viable option. I wouldn't sit here and say they're doomed for all eternity because of his track record as head coach. But if you look at what he did at Tennessee as a coordinator, he was very productive and he had a really good rushing offense. And this is what the Steelers want to do. They want to run the football. They have Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. And if there's any indication, by the way, that Najee's fifth-year option was going to be picked up, I think this was it. <laughs> um, they want to run the football. They want Najee Harris and Jalen Warren to be one and one A. Art Rooney said it this week as well. You know, they love having Najee and Jalen in one and one A. And now this is going to give them the opportunity to do that. Now they have to build around it. So I feel like yeah. it's a safe option in some respects. It's an option that gives Art Rooney, Mike Tomlin, the ability to do what they're built to do as of right now and what they're designing to do. And mm-hmm. we'll see if his translation for or if the success from Tennessee 
before he became the Falcons head coach can translate into becoming a coordinator again, and this time having a really good set of running backs to dispose of. Yeah, uh, I I do think, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Arthur Smith looks at Najee Harris and thinks that he's Derrick Henry reincarnated um, you know, because, you know, they, they are very, very similar backs. They're both from Alabama. They're both big. They're both physical, uh, both very athletic, um, you know, and, you know, Najee, you know, while hasn't been the most efficient running back has been productive. I mean, thousand yard uh, performances in each of his first three seasons. You can't deny that. Um, you know, obviously yesterday when we, when, you know, doing the show, I was about, uh, I'd say knee deep in Arthur Smith uh, information and then went way, way more into that, into what, you know, turned into a 2,900 word chalk talk piece, but, um, and that's not even including everything that I saw or, or noticed. So, um, you know, overall, you know, now that, you know, 24 hours done a lot more homework, um, I do feel a little bit better about this hire. I still, you know, don't think it's the perfect hire. I, I, I really would have been curious to see, you know, at least, you know, the Steelers interview Clint Kubiak, but who knows if you wait that long, maybe Arthur Smith isn't available. You know, right. and, and, and you can't necessarily, you know, hang your, it's kind of the same thing that we're talking about with, with, you know, hanging your hat on one guy in the draft at center, um, you know, because if you go in and you don't end up getting that guy, you've swung and missed, and now you didn't properly address the position. And, you know, the Steelers know that Clint Kubiak is going to be highly sought after. There might be a, a handful of teams that, um, are willing to wait the next couple of weeks to talk to him. And, you know, if you, if you don't get them, you know, and Arthur Smith went and, you know, took, you know, took a job somewhere else, then you're kind of screwed at that point. You know, yeah, there's could be other options, but it might not be the most ideal fit. Um, Arthur Smith will fit it, to a certain point. My, my biggest concern is the Steelers did a lot of really good things with gap slash man concepts down the stretch. And, yeah, as I've already talked about, Smith's you know running scheme prime you know predominantly focuses on using wide zone and stuff like that. So it it, it I kind of wonder how the Steelers personnel is going to fit. But then again, while that is a concern with the way the roster is constructed right now, we've seen even last year what Omar Khan and Andy Weidel will do in one off season. We haven't seen free agency start yet. We haven't seen the draft yet. This roster could look very, very different come OTAs or minicamp. Um, so I, I sitting here and saying that this is a bad hire with the way the roster looks right now is uh, uh, absurd. Incomplete, incomplete I, is the word. I just say absurd, honestly. I even saw, like, there were some people who were really, like, the sky was falling so bad that it was a slight upgrade over Matt Canada. Like, come on. Yeah, I won't <laughs> go that far. I think right no. now the roster's, I think right now the roster's incomplete. I think there are many pieces that need to be brought in for the offense, at least. And I'm talking about center, tackle, wide receiver, at minimum. Those three, maybe even another tight end. Now, Looking at the defense is a whole different story, but when we're talking about what Arthur Smith could potentially do with the personnel that's currently in Pittsburgh, like I think the narrative that he doesn't use his weapons is kind of false. I think Drake London yeah. got plenty of targets and Kyle Pitts got plenty of targets and Bijan Robinson got plenty of looks at running back. 
And I think that narrative that's painted that, well, because their productions aren't great, then they're not used. That's not true. It's just a matter of researching it. So I think that there's going to be a little bit of an adjustment as far as not just the personnel, but the way that they're used. I don't know if George Pickens is going to be used the same way that Matt Canada used him. I don't know if Deontay Johnson's going to be used the same way that Matt Canada used him. I'm curious to see what they do for a wide receiver three because it's not going to be Calvin Austin. So if that, if that comes from the draft, if that comes from drafting a true slot receiver, like, okay, I'm going to use Roman Wilson as an example, okay? Roman mm-hmm. Wilson's six feet tall. He's fast. He has strong hands. He's getting compared to kind of like Tank Dell almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and he caught 12 touchdowns last year. Pretty good production. And if you could get a guy like that day three, that could fill the slot or late day two, Okay. So there's options. The Steelers have plenty of options, and right now this roster is far from complete. And now that you have the coordinator set in, they're going to be able to kind of tailor exactly what they're going to do in the draft, and then it, or in free agency, and then the draft to all. Of yeah, them. yeah. It's uh, I do think you know today, like yesterday, you know the immediate reaction, you know across social media, and even a little bit in here, it wasn't nearly as volatile in here, but the comment section on the main like news story on the site. Over 500 comments on that story, man. It was, um, man, the sky was falling for a lot of people. And I think things have calmed down a little bit today. Um, I know that I'm not the only one who wrote something that did, that did a deep dive. I know some other outlets have done something too. And I saw, I, I think the more people get familiar with what Arthur Smith uh, has done, especially as offensive coordinator in Tennessee, not as a head coach, there is, there is a difference there. I, I You can't ignore what happened in Atlanta, but you, I take more from what he did in Tennessee than than what he did in Atlanta, because in Tennessee, he was the offensive coordinator. He wasn't a head coach also worrying about the defense, also worrying about special teams, also worrying about overall responsibilities of, of being a head coach. You know, it is a completely different dynamic. And so, um, uh, Sebastian Sanchez actually brings something up that, that's pretty interesting here. Uh, people keep complaining because Munchies is not coming back to Pittsburgh. Um, I I know that like that there there are ties there. You know, Munchak obviously with ties to Tomlin, ties to to, to Smith. Um, based off of what I've heard here recently, I, I I'm pretty sure Pat Meyer is sticking around. So um, I don't think that's breaking news or anything like that. I do think Pat Meyer staying around. I, I, until everything's set, you know, set in stone. I don't want to say that necessarily. I think everybody on the offensive staff is kind of on alert right now. Some guys could stay, some guys could go. Um, but I think the guy who actually might be most safe right now is Pat Meyer. Yeah, so uh, I, I would, I would be shocked if Munchak came back. Another one from the Senior Bowl here. Mark says Rowan Wilson looked darn good in Senior Bowl practice yesterday. He's going to help someone right away. Mark again. Yeah. You guys give me great opportunities to plug things, and I'll do it. If you go to DKPittsburghSports.com right now, you'll read not just about Roman Wilson, but about Toledo quarterback Kenyon Mitchell and how Mike Tomlin, yes, Mike Tomlin, had his prince, almost like the marionette puppeteer, saying, dance. And guess yeah. what? Those two danced, and they were really good dances. And there's good highlights. So you want to check that out. And Mike Tomlin, and you'll see the photo on the website. Mike Tomlin's here. The plays right here. I mean, yeah. he can't be any more in the play than he is. So there's your yeah. Roman Wilson bit. There's your senior bowl bit. Um, there's going to be a lot more coming. Um, media day starts in about an hour or so. 
from mm-hmm. here. So going to be talking to players, going to have a Friday insider up uh, for Friday morning, uh, just with nuggets from the senior bowl and people who I've spoken to and, and what's happening, what could the Steelers be doing? So a lot of that, that's what I'm going to be doing uh, over the next uh, several days here. Then I'll be covering the game. So checking out what's going on here in Mobile. Good week so far. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with uh, media day. It'll be a lot of fun though. Yeah, it's uh senior bowl is fun. Uh, I, I really, I really did enjoy uh, last year was my first year covering it. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I know you're going to get to go cover the combine. Combine's a lot of fun too. Uh, also uh, update. I will be going to cover the owners meetings There you go. Uh, in, in late March. So I'm excited to, to go do that. That's when uh, we'll find out some, some new rules that might be, you know, coming out or passed or whatever like that. And uh, it's, you know, not as uh, sexy of a time, uh, but it's, uh, it's still, it's still a fun uh, event to go to. And uh, um, we'll get a nice in-depth uh, chat with Tomlin there. Actually, that will be the next time I think Tomlin addresses the media. Because uh, I, I don't think he addresses the media at the combine. I don't remember him addressing the media at the combine. Omar Khan will speak at the combine. Um, um. We have tried. We tried to track him down yesterday. Yeah, uh, you're me not being them. myself and other and other media, we tried. Uh, not working. Did not work. Nope. Uh, Bob asked, "Will I be getting a big plate of crawfish?" You know, catering setting up like twenty feet that way. Can I show? I can actually see they're setting up. <laughs> so catering's actually setting up over there. I don't know what's for lunch or dinner, but I guess I'll find out pretty soon. I don't know if it's crawfish. I mean, uh, by the bay, kind of. Um, Mobile's cool town. I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, um, it's fun. Yeah, so. I, I also I also love the fact that you'll appreciate this. We talked about it before we went out, uh, you know, went live. For whatever reason, there's a Culver's sitting smack dab in Mobile, Alabama. Chris That's- had tried to tap into my Midwestern right away. <laughs> he was like, "What what kind of food have you been eating down there?" I know there's a Culver's. Like he automatically assumed. That I was going to go right to the Culvers because I have Midwestern I did. background. I did. Correct. You incorrectly assumed I had Moe's yesterday, actually, just because I was like tired and didn't feel like thinking of food. And I was like, oh, that's familiar. I like it. I'm going to get it. So that's what I ate. Uh, that's what I ate there. $12 a pound for crawfish? That seems like a lot. That seems like it's. it's well, seafood, seafood is expensive. Um, now, there's great. also. There's also a raise. So obviously, whenever I, I went to cover the Senior Bowl, I was you know obviously you know living up in Pittsburgh at the time, and uh, raising canes was not around. And so whenever I went down to Mobile and I saw raising canes, I was all over that. You know, there's yeah. one in Oakland now. I do know that. Uh, I do know. I do know that, the, that there's one in the area. Um, so, um, yeah. If if we ever make our way back up there for whatever reason, <laughs> um. I will be hitting up Raising Cane's for sure. Bob says the Butterburgers in your heart. Listen, Bob, you listen. I'm not Culver's guy. I'm a Swenson's guy. I'm a Northeast Ohio kid. Swenson's is the move. Based in Akron, spread across Northeast Ohio. You go to Swenson's, you get a Galley Boy, you get Cajun Teasers, and you get a California to drink. Swenson's, if you're listening, and I know that you are, please hear my words. Get one in Pittsburgh. We need you. We need you. I miss you, and I love you. Um, Culver's is good, raising man. Canes in Maui. Uh, about that? Heck yeah. Steal the girl eight away. Not for nothing. If I ever went to Maui and got raising canes, that's that's not good. I need to go to Maui and get some good, authentic. I guess Don't, you would say I would say Hawaiian food. Spam. 
Stop it. <laughs> I'm going with the with the fifty first date stereotype on that one. That's funny. Oh, see, yeah. Swenson's chili. I haven't had the Swenson's chili. Just because when I go to Swenson's, it's gal it's always has been Gallifoy Cajun teasers in a California. Not the Ohio, not the California or not the Florida, the California. You gotta get the California to drink. For those that don't know, the California is like a grape. It's like a grape soda spritzer, and it's fruity, and it's delicious, and it, it just chills you down after you have the greasy burgers. It's nice and good, and, and I really fell in love with it when I was working in Akron, at, in a radio station in Akron, when I was interning there, when I was in college, and they would send me on Swenson's runs like once a week, sometimes twice, so that's where I fell in love with it. Spam and eggs in general is good, by the way, Rick. No, um, not a spam fan. I I don't do spam or Vienna sausage or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna get going here. Um, do you have a final? Yes, Swenson's exists, Jim. It does. Uh, do you have a final <laughs> thought, Chris? I'm gonna get rolling here pretty soon. Yeah, no, um, you know, obviously, you know, I, I think, I think, you know, as as we continue to move forward and, and the days, uh, you know, roll along, and we continue to, you know, tomorrow we're flipping the calendar to, to February. Uh, I, I think people are going to, you know, try to, you know, hopefully, you know, buy in a little bit more to what the Steelers are doing with the Arthur Smith hire. Like I said, I don't think it's the perfect hire, but I think it's uh, it's a hire that is intriguing enough. This guy accomplished. Uh, quite a bit as an offensive coordinator. Um, the Steelers have similar personnel to what the Titans had back then. Um, I am, you know, there are some concern over like how, you know, his system will overall fit with the current personnel, but I want to see what the Steelers do um, in free agency in the draft uh, and how the roster will look after that before I try to make any kind of you know, like, final predictions of like how I feel or how this offense is going to do. Um, I think it's going to be better than what we saw last year. I think that's a, you know, a pretty easy, you know, guess to say it's not that that's a pretty low bar. (laughs) Um, But um, I think there's a lot of potential. I I do. I don't think it's necessarily the, the, the highest ceiling, um, but I think, I think they can accomplish quite a bit and I think they'll be able to score points. Um, maybe not in bunches like you'll see the Chiefs do or Bills do at times. Um, but if they can help keep those quarterbacks off the field and and finish more drives with touchdowns while racking up time of possession, they'll they'll win a lot of football games and they'll give themselves a chance to compete deep into January for sure. Yep, I agree, Darren. Thank you for being a member for nine months. We appreciate appreciate you. it, man. We appreciate all of you who are members and if not members, consider joining. We appreciate we appreciate that, and it will go a long way to help us. Um. My, uh, my final thoughts, more of a plug. Um, plenty of coverage for Mobile for the senior bowls on DKPittsburghSports.com. It's a Steelers feed, kind of bullet point form on, on the practices. And then there's a story from yesterday on Jackson Powers Johnson and the offensive line prospects that Mike Omlin was looking at. And then today's story, uh, as I mentioned, uh, kind of the showdown between Roman Wilson and, and Kenyon Mitchell. So you're not going to want to miss those. Um, more coverage to come from Mobile. I'm getting set to attend media day here pretty soon. So... Uh, we will sign off for today. Chris will be with you tomorrow. I will not be. I will still be in practice by the time the show gets going. And then I will rejoin us on Friday. So, DK and Ramon coming up in about 30 minutes. Stay tuned for that. He's Chris Halleck. I'm Corey Christen. This has been the Southside Beat, live from Mobile. Talk to you soon. Cheers, everybody. Have a good one.